Well, hello there, friends and foes. Welcome to episode 62 of Victory Loves Company. This is the second part of a two-part series where I sit down with my friend Robert Dion, where we discuss everything from Ted Bundy to Al Bundy, with a heavy emphasis on movies and Netflix original series. If you haven't checked out the first part, it is called The Cash Belt, Colorado, and Ted Bundy, which is available on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. I invite you to join the adventure on our social media handles at VLC Podcasts, which can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you can see pictures and video clips from the show, as well as some snippets of uh, work that I have done at some pretty cool venues, which may or may not make you hungry. So... Without further ado, this is part two of my cinematic conversation with Robert Dion coming at you right now on Victory Loves Company. You're listening to the Victory Loves Company podcast, a podcast where you decide what the takeaway lesson is. Here's your host, entrepreneur, investor, and sarcasm enthusiast, Conrad Agarian. Yeah, and then there's, there's Al Bundy, which yeah. was in the opposite. Who was yeah. pretty much becoming my hero when I was 14, <laughs> so I was like, what? It was It was something that everybody can relate to. You know, yeah. it, was a, it was a dysfunctional family where the main character was not good looking. Yeah. And even though he was the head of the household, he was lousy at it. And what you yeah. were actually watching was a dark comedy. Poor but, shoe salesman. Yeah. Shoe salesman, that's right. I can never but get it, away with that show now. No, you can't. It was awfully politically incorrect. Yeah, it, it, was, will, it was vicious. Yeah, and take, that's why take, I liked it. Take any segment from it. You have Kelly, mm-hmm. who plays the blonde bimbo. The bimbo. The slut, right? Dumb you, as, a, yeah, yeah, dumb as have, a bag of rocks. You, <laughs> you have the son who's the playboy, right? Yep. You have uh, Darcy, who Al, is, like, who Al always knocks down. And as that's a, anti-feminism. As a chicken. Yeah, right? as, a, as a chicken, <laughs> yeah, right? A shitload of fat shaming. Oh, there was but, a ton of it. Yeah, because he would always. How many? How many? You know, every customer in his in his shoe store would be always three hundred pounds, and he just. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, like oh, a, uh, so a fat woman clip clopped into the shoe store yeah. today. <laughs> she pointed to the shoes. I pointed to the door. <laughs> oh God, that show was so nasty. But that's what I loved about. It. That's why I yeah. liked Fox, anything, and Living Color, Married with Children, The Simpsons. Because they were all pushing boundaries in the 80s where it was just like... You can't do that now, though. No. Everything has to be finely tuned. They're finding, you know. they're finding problems with Seinfeld and Friends nowadays. So it's like, you know, even even shows that were okay back then and nice in comparison to Married yeah. with Children, yeah. they're now catching shit for being politically incorrect and yeah but it's like at the time it was filmed it was, it was fine at the time it was at the it time was, it was recorded it was fine it's it was like a different world you're comparing it to today is what makes it a problem because you would never make a show like that today shows no. are just not produced like that anymore i'm sorry it's a sad reality of yeah. it. you know what i mean that's why married with children would never float today because nope. you you know it's just just because of all the problems and the chaos that it had yeah. associated with it you know and people would be, there would be, you know, there would be, uh, you know, marches, you know, and all this other shit. It's just, oh, you I know, can imagine women's. the protests. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you can't the get away sexism, with sexism, the fat shaming. There wasn't a lot of racism on it, but it was, it was definitely. No, you know, he, he, well, he worked with, uh, what's his face? Griff. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was he was black. Yeah, right? yeah. So it, no, it was just it was just a good show. It was just funny. It was fucking hysterical. <laughs> but it's, we like you can't get back to that now. You know, no, those days are done. I don't watch any sitcoms now. The sitcoms are dying off. I think anyway. I mean, they're still here and there on network TV, but. They're not yeah, the but big Net- thing that they used Netflix to be. Netflix is starting to reign supreme now because these yeah. people that would normally be on a sitcom for, you know, ABC, Fox, you know, whatever, are now going to do Netflix exclusives or yeah. Netflix original series. And that's just the way it is, you know, where there's, there's companies like um, ATT. I know Disney wants to do it. Um, I forgot the other one. They all want to come out with their own version of streaming services because yeah. they want to compete. Of with, course. With Netflix. Yeah. And everybody's worried that, well, you know, when Disney Plus comes out, that it's going to, that's the end of Netflix. So, and when ATT comes out with their version, that's going to be the end of this or whatever. And I, and I have this conversation all the time, and I say this a lot on my financial podcast, is that, okay, fine. Disney wants to come out with their own streaming service. Great. They have a lot of content. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a loyal de- uh, customer base. ATT, I don't know what the hell they want to do, but they bought, you know, Time Warner and now CNN is tech. Okay. All right. Fine. People are neglecting the fact that these companies are going to have to yank away Netflix customers and bring them over to their side. That is not easy that's to do. Good that's, luck. That's not easy to do. I love my Netflix. Like, look, Netflix just recently announced a, a price increase from fucking what ten dollars to thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every year. Are you going to get rid of your Netflix account? No, no, because and they know that. Nobody gives a shit. I know. And it's I'm yanking Prime. it up another five, ten bucks, and I'm probably still going to pay it. Exactly right. Yeah. And Netflix knows that. So what you have to do now is Disney and ATT and Comcast and everybody else, they have to convince me that, well, why should I have two accounts or why should I get rid of my Netflix account and why should I go with you guys? That's yeah. not customer acquisition in that aspect is, is not easy considering that there's Netflix, which is all the way the fuck up here. And like in second, third, and fourth place are way down here, and yeah. I lump and I lump Amazon Prime in that category, or or, uh, or Fire TV, Hulu, mm-hmm. yep. YouTube Red, all that shit. They're they're all the way down here. You know, Netflix is light years ahead of all these other companies. Yeah. And I think and they keep pissing away billions of dollars on new content. Stranger Things is going to be coming yeah, out. Yeah, Orange less, is the New Black. They're they're concentrating <clears throat> less on streaming movies. And they're focusing more on original content now, it seems. But it's paying off for them. Though. And it, it's, it's working, you yeah. know? And it seems like almost everything that comes out now, it's just like, oh, shit, you got to watch this. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Like, when like was the last time you, you heard... shows and movies. Yeah, and... when was the last time you heard, oh, man, you got to watch this show. It's on ABC. It's amazing. No, nobody does. I don't think I've watched anything on or cared to watch anything on net t- uh, network TV in at least 10 years. You're not missing much, dude. I know. I see what they got. Every, every time I see their fall lineup, I'm just yeah. like, I don't give a shit. I know. First off, you can't curse. There's no nudity. There's no real life. There's no... And there's, com- and there's commercials. And it's all edited and there's commercials. And yeah. it's just like, you know, yeah. there's no way they can really compete much longer with a Netflix or an Amazon TV show. Like some of Hulu, them, Roku. Or, yeah, Hulu yeah. or whoever. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Some of them well, are cable cutting, really good. Cable cutting is just an epidemic, though. Especially, like... I don't have cable. Yeah. What? I don't have cable. I haven't had it for years. There you go. We, we cut ours I'm like done two, three it. years ago. I, I just tar- have streaming services, and that's all I need. Nobody wants that to. You know what it is? It's your, it's your father's generation. You know, the people that are ahead of us are the people that these uh, cable companies are preying on because they know that it's more of a hassle to, yeah. you know, to figure out that, well, this is now how I'm going to watch television as opposed to just using a cable box and just watching it. My father's one. I'm trying to get him to 
change in in the worst way. Uh, I can't get I just, my father I, to do Netflix to save his there, ass. So there you go. That's yeah. th- but that's exactly my point. I, I, I got to set it up for him, I guess. I was tired of paying one hundred and forty dollars a month. You know, now I pay thirty dollars a month. Jesus. No, I mean I'm serious. I did a whole Is that lot, much I, for cable now. It depends. For your basic. Whatever. Well, dude, up in this area, at least we have options. You go down to like Central Jersey, you have one company, and that's the end of it. Dish. I forget who my father's guy. He's got a place down a little Lake Harbor. I think they got Dish. Comcast it. was okay. the only th- was the only thing that was available. They didn't have Optimum, okay. which is you know which is in this area. Which is you what know? I used to have. Yeah, I used to have it too. Yeah. Hands down, the worst customer service. Really? Oh, I never had to deal I'm, with that, dude. But... I can do an episode on that alone because yeah. magically, whenever you say listen uh you know i want to cancel my service there's always a, a magic promotion that comes yeah. out you know they're never true to their work i'm like look i don't want to shit on too much my professor is going to just skyrocket <laughs> <laughs> they make me mad yeah we went from paying like a hundred and like fifty dollars at a at its highest and then we don't use a landline anymore we have Damn. google voice yeah we have google voice that's free mm-hmm. and then we we use sling you know but there's playstation view and there's uh, att you got that yeah you could and, spend uh, a fortune on all the apps and all the other stuff yeah. they got but yeah. you can buy cable you get, you get you get get yourself a fire stick you know you have fire got tv it. it's it's essentially the same thing because i know they will parrot a lot of what netflix has on you know but netflix yeah. is usually the first one to kind of get at it but uh you know, when Gene and I watched The uh, Sopranos, you know, because I actually believe it or not, I've never seen the whole thing. Yeah, I remember I saw on Facebook, you guys, or whatever, you told me you guys are finally watching The Sopranos. You never got around to that? No, we never did. Like, it was it was supreme when I was in high school. binge watch that again. Yeah, I don't it's know if it's a, it's a binge worthy. I don't know, because when it was... I've done when, it. I yeah, because when it came out, it was just... It wasn't like Breaking Bad, where it was like when one episode ended, the I next one... that one, too. The next <laughs> one started. You know, yeah. but it was good because a lot of the places that they filmed in, my father either worked in or I worked in, or at some place like holy shit, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, I recognized and, Wayne, yeah. uh, Willowbrook Mall, and a couple shots, and a couple places in Clifton Gardens, that I knew Gardens, of. And yeah, they do a lot Gardens of work in State Clifton. Mall. Yeah, they're always shooting on uh, Forty Six. Mm-hmm. You know Satin what I mean? Dolls. Yeah, the Bada Bing. Yeah, Bada Bing. Right. Satin Doll. Yeah. Yeah, I pass that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 crazy to watch, but I've I've never seen it. I'm one of the few people who haven't seen it. Obviously, I know how it ends because that was a you know big fucking to do back in 2007. Yeah, everybody's analyzed that ending to death. So well, you know, it's hard to avoid. What what made that show what made that show interesting? And I'm gonna lump Mad Men and Breaking Bad in this that category. That was a great one. They're all great. Mad Men. That was a great show. Is that you? The it gave the Sopranos gave birth to rooting for the antihero, because you yeah. weren't rooting for a guy or the main character that was necessarily a good person. No, he's a you're, piece of shit. Yeah, you're rooting for <laughs> you people be, that did bad things. Yeah. So you have Tony Soprano, who's in a mob. He kills people. He cheats on his wife. You know, and but yet you're rooting for him. You're yeah. not on law enforcement side. Yep. Walter White. And, and Same breaking, thing. breaking yeah. bad, he he killed people. Oh, he, was he was a, a drug manufacturer. Shit, that dude, yeah, yeah he, he, he was really la- laundering money. It was one of the greatest progressions in a TV show, like the evolution of a character from beginning to end. Well, they they say they, they say it on IMDb that the the character was supposed to start out as like a Mister Pibbs, and he and eventually supposed to end up as Scarface. Hmm. And they actually make that reference, and I think the the final season where he and his son. 
Walter Jr. are sitting down and they're watching the the very end of Scarface. I say hello yeah, to my little yeah, friend, yeah. you know, yep. and that was supposed to kind of be symbolic of what Walter White turned into. Because if you you saw this, yeah, you saw I, the, I picked up on that the second time I watched it. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, that's kind of a defining moment there. Then it just one of those things you read into it. It was just a different way of of storytelling. Was, yeah, what was was that show? You know what I mean? Because like that was binge worthy. Because mm-hmm. the second episode two ended episode three picked up like right back up yeah. so you can like you could essentially just watch like seven episodes in a row and it's like you're only really they're only depicting like one day yeah you know what i mean like one episode is you know or four episodes is only depicting what he did in one day yeah that's a challenging thing to do because yeah like the whole thing takes place over maybe six seasons but it takes place in like a five seasons like it's well, five seasons, well, technically but it's it five, takes place. five and a half. Yeah, is they did half of yeah. season five, and they took a break. Yeah, and then they said, okay, and now we're going to revamp this another, thing back. And that was another eight episodes or something. Yeah, which was the best, probably the best eight episodes out of them. It was great. Oh, I love it. But it's it. supposed to take, I think, like like two year span. They never show Christmas decorations, and they rarely mm. show weather change. You know, yeah. if you notice that, you don't see one single Christmas tree. That's true. Season yeah. four is supposed to depict the shortest amount of time. Yeah. And season five depicts the longest amount of time because if you remember in season five after he yeah and then he his goes money away, was sold, he, goes he was supposed to go to Hampshire and shit and, right yeah you know that was actually filmed in um, New Mexico they just waited for cold weather really had me fooled yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't spot you thought it, it was Vermont could, oh no I, New Hampshire really <laughs> I thought it was definitely something New England yeah no they, they just they, looking at it like New Mexico did or or yeah bastards. Or, or not southern Utah. It was definitely it was in the it was in the mid uh, southwest. They, did, they just waited for cold weather. Tricky movie fuckers. But yeah, he ended up coming back, and there was a, a lot of symbolism with the colors in that show. I don't know if you've ever noticed that or not. Like towards the end, the main characters didn't really wear that many colorful things. Like Walter almost almost wore everything beige. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. Uh, Skyler wore almost everything like beige, and everything had like a meant something hmm. like hank represented law enforcement hank was almost always dressed in orange what's his name aaron paul fucking yeah. uh, jesse jesse yep he wore all black and red and yellow okay and that was supposed to like represent like a whole other you know okay uh, and as the seasons went on you notice that the colors started to get a little more dim and it's supposed to represent you know basically his emotionless hmm. uh descent into the drug world and it was the same thing with the color of his car he drove that pontiac minivan crossover yeah, 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 whatever it is crappy aztec, aztec and he, right yeah right. And he wound up getting Which, that chrysler 300 you know a sweet that car. black monster they, that thing was badass but the uh the car is supposed to be indicative of his character because it wasn't popular mm-hmm. but it was very reliable and the color on it if you recall was almost like a minty cream like ash beige color Okay, yeah, yep. and the symbolism in it, if you remember, his windshield almost always got fucked up. Yeah, like three or four times he had to replace his damn windshield, and that was supposed to be <laughs> that was enough. supposed to be a representation of his descent into the drug world. Because prior to getting involved, okay, see, yeah. his car was totally fine, but after that, he kept getting his windshield smashed. Yeah, and then yeah, then eventually when he made millions of dollars, he got the Chrysler three hundred uh, S. Or a super sport or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it was. wasn't a regular. It wasn't a regular three hundred. It was like a fucking sport edition or a limited edition or okay. something like that. Five point seven V eight. 
It was it yeah. was great. Yeah, it was in 2012, so they made it because the show ended in 12. Yeah, yeah. So they got it brand new, and I remember looking at it. I'm like, well, I I could afford this car, but I'm like, I don't want to get uh, 18 miles to the gallon on the highway. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I love when movie when movies or TV shows do that kind of shit. The subtlety you pick up on, like he was he was a lot like that. Where like like in Clockwork Orange, color was a character. Like everything, everything from the set design, the colors, and everything used in it was was also another character. And that kind of the subtle stuff you pick up on. I always love that stuff in movies and TV shows. And mostly every time I watch a movie, I can't help but sit there on my phone half the time, especially if it's something I've already seen. Yeah. I'll just scroll through IMDb trivia stuff. Yeah, and just, just read all the shit. So on you can there. follow along with what, what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. to see you know what happened behind the scenes and you know. Well, you know what I find too is when you when you watch a movie for a second time, or if you know how a movie ends, you pay much more attention to what's going on, and therefore that's you're, when you're, you notice yeah, more you're stuff. More, you're more sensitive to details. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if you're watching something for the first time, you're focusing on storyline the dialogue yeah. you know, everything else but you overlook a lot of shit yeah but when the first you watch, time when yeah. you watch it the second time you're like oh, how the fuck did i miss that yeah. you know what i mean like the yep. sixth sense was notorious for that and i i, I credit uh Shyamalan for oh, you feel like an idiot when you watch it the sex not second time it's like how yeah, the hell did that get over me yeah, i totally yeah, but missed when it, it when it came out though like nobody was paying attention to it yeah and that plot twist hadn't been done back then it's been done a thousand times in movies since like, yeah the guy's been dead the whole time and that kind of shit. It was, but, it was, it was still, it was a, but it was a great movie though. Like yeah. you can have a shitty movie that that has a really good, you know, ending to it. You know, this movie had yeah. uh, Six Sense had both. Yeah, you know, did. back in 1999, you know, people weren't strangers to twists. You know, you take mm. Psycho. You know, it One was just, favorites. yeah, it was just that people weren't strangers to it. But it was just, it was a good movie yeah. that had a good story and had even a crazier fucking plot twist at the end. Yeah. And the same thing with with Psycho, even though it's like a little, little dated, nineteen sixty. Yeah, right? a little bit. It's still great. You know, I love that. I, I used to watch that a thousand times when I was a kid, and I probably creeped out my, I creeped out my stepmother because I used to watch it so often. She actually thought I was going to be like, not my stepmother now, but my father's second wife. Okay. She was actually disturbed by the fact that I liked the movie so much. I'm like, no, I just, I just love the movie. I'm not a fucking sicko. <laughs> It goes back to the Bundy thing. You know, we're not weirdos. We're just fascinated by the, uh, Someti- the abnormal. Sometimes I have to kind of defend my position on liking. Cause growing up a lifelong, growing up a lifelong horror fan. Like sometimes, like when I watch like a Clockwork <clears throat> Orange, and my wife is sometimes like, you know, why do you like this? You know, like it's just violence and rape and everything. It's like, well, yeah, it was. About, it was about gangs. Yeah, yeah it, it was about gangs. Right. I don't look at it that way. It's like like. I can appreciate fictional violence. It's art. It's it's fictional. If you catch me on YouTube watching actual beheadings and murders and rapes, like right, then you yeah, then, yeah, you then be you've concerned. got reason to be concerned. You know, right? And no, I'm I know what I'm watching. I know that whoever is getting raped, murdered, or beaten right now is probably in home at home right now, in bed asleep or, or hanging or, yeah, with their or working, friends, working on another movie, or working on another yeah. movie that they're getting paid twenty million for. And it's like, <laughs> I know how to compartmentalize between fictional violence and reality. Right. And that's just how I look at things. I just look at right. things differently. And she looks at something like Clockwork Orange. She just sees violence and. Filth and crap is not her thing. Which okay, that's not your thing. But I just see something different, and 
it doesn't it, affect it, it, me the same way and i've never killed anybody or did anybody any harm so you sure about that i can oh, state with yeah. certainty yeah I'm, you got i'm your, innocent you got your company your father's uh, company on the line i don't think you're gonna admit to that here right not here no 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 it's i've uh, been good no it's just yeah i i agree it's like if you you round up all the TV shows and all the movies that you would put like in your wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. It's you'll start to notice a pattern after a while. Mm-hmm. And when somebody says like, "Oh, like I watched, you know, so and so," which so happens to be in your little collection, right? You'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh man, I watched it. it was really dark or it was really scary." Like, no, it wasn't. To me, it was normal. Like what people consider scary and you know where people freak out or whatever it is or or disgusting or or mm-hmm. gory or whatever like that so is subjective. Is is my normal? You yeah. know what I mean? So if something, if I'm really appalled or disgusted by something, it's probably something that only like 2% of the population can probably handle. But yeah. there's not really that many things out there where I could watch and be like, oh, that was disgusting. I was freaked out by it. Or, yeah. oh, man, this really scared the shit out of me. Like there's not, there's not a whole lot out there. And I guess maybe I'm just not as sensitive to it. Yeah, or maybe, same yeah, or it's, it, it's, I don't know. I just, I guess I, I'm lowering the bar, I guess. Or raising the bar. I don't know, whatever. Everybody's got their limit. You, ever, you see Alien? That's the thing. You see Alien 1979? Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the famous scene from that movie? It's the chest bursting scene, right? Of course. It's okay. the most popular one, yeah. When I watched it, I'm like, this is a great fucking scene, right? Awesome scene. After I'm done watching the movie, I go on IMDb. It was considered by whatever fucking magazine as being one of like the scariest scenes in cinema it's still considered one of the scariest movies ever in most top i didn't 20 lists see, but or i only recently saw it i did not get that impression mm. to me and this is without reading anything it's just i know it was a really popular movie it's a sci-fi movie obviously yeah. but i've never seen it and okay. i'm like all right let me see what sigourney weaver is all about because every movie i've seen with her she was older you yeah. know i never saw her as you know 29 30 years old or however old she was when she made the movie right mm-hmm. So when I'm watching it, I'm like, I'm getting a sense of Jaws from this movie because there's a big buildup. You don't really see the alien for really that long. It has nope. almost no screen time, and you see most of it at the very end. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Jaws. Yeah, there's this big buildup that something's out there. You can't see it. It's only implied by music mm-hmm. and your imagination and at the very end yeah you kind of get a better glimpse of what it is that you're dealing with yeah. and then the fucking thing dies alien was the same way it was like jaws but in space it was like okay we have a problem people are getting picked off one by one it comes down to the alien and her and you see what you're dealing with but yeah. you never fully see the alien in this entirety and it was kind of like like the blair witch effect yeah. where it was like it's not what you're seeing that's sometimes making you scared. It's, it's what you don't see that scares you yeah, most. Yeah, because sometimes when they show what has been the main thing in a movie, you know, like, you know, if if they showed what was in Blair Witch that was scaring everybody to death, and people you know, would be like, "Oh, all right, big deal, stupid." Yeah. You know, they, right? Sometimes yeah. it's what you don't see that works the best. And a lot of, th- yeah, Jaws had a lot of budget problems where they just could not get that shark to work. If they and were, it worked it, in its and it worked in, in the in movie's favor. favor. Because it, if you saw the shark a lot, and we're talking 1975 special effects, it would not have held up quite no. as well, and it still it probably would have looked cartoonish by 1980. It still looks a little cartoonish. It still but does. It was, but yeah. but but by, if you saw more of the shark, it, yeah, but by 1975 standards, right? Yeah. And no, to speak to your point, you're exactly correct. Because if there was a movie that shouldn't have been made, it would have been Jaws. 
They had a four million dollar budget that Bruce turned the shark. Yeah, yeah, Bruce the shark. He names it after his lawyer. Yeah, of course. He named it after his <laughs> He's lawyer. Made, Spielberg has made several jokes about lawyers in his movies. If you watch all of his movies, you can always find some sort of. Well, he also has Jurassic Park. He made some reference to lawyers and. Well, yeah, because the the lawyer was the one that was blood sucking lawyer. Blood sucking. The only one that's on my side is a blood sucking lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, Dickie Attenborough said that. Yeah, Yeah, his character. Spielberg's theme in a lot of his movies is the absence of a father. If you ever, Mm -hmm. if you notice that, not so much in his his seventies, you know, movies, but like later on, you know, eighties and nineties. That's interesting, considering Close Encounters. There's also well, that was seventy seven. You know, I know, but that was one ending he talked about where he said. If he was to make that movie today, he never would have ended it that way. Where Dreyfus gets on the spaceship right, right. and leaves everybody behind to go to the wherever you know the little green men are going. He said he never would have done that today, but he was he had no kids back then, right. and that's how he ended it back in '77 when he did it. There's always the 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 theme of the the absent father in his a lot, in a lot of yeah a lot of stuff his, though. Okay, catch me if you can. We obviously saw that. You know, Frank William Abagnale. Oh, yeah. Abagnale. Yep. Abagnale, yeah. You know, his father wasn't around, so, yep. you know, Frank was on his own. Yeah. Um, artificial Intelligence, Haley Joel Osment. Okay. Okay, you can make that argument, too. That was supposed too. to be Kubrick's movie, too. I could see him doing that. He was supposed totally to make it, and then he died totally after Eyes Wide that. Shut. <laughs> that was his final movie, right? Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. yeah. That was with Tom Cruise and... Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And, who spent, uh, like, a year and a half in England making that thing. I never saw it. Never saw it? Yeah, I gotta put that on It's my still list. one of my favorites. I watch it and my wife is like, oh God, you're watching this shit again. I love it though. There's just something about it. It's creepy and weird. Yeah, everything and he did was creepy and weird. I know. You but, know? I, but I love You'd it. You'd be hard pressed to find one that, that, that isn't. Full Metal Jacket. That was. That yeah, but that had the, you know, when, when he was sitting there and he's looking through his eyebrows, you know, before he like, you know, blows his brains out. It's, you know, that mm-hmm. movie, that, you know, to some extent, that movie wasn't normal. You know? No. No, but it was definitely interesting. <laughs> you know, even when uh, what's it? Uh, R. Lee, R. Lee, Lee Ermey. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he was talking about uh, how was Lee Harvey Oswald able to pull off that shot at JFK, mm-hmm. uh, of shooting JFK, because yeah. yeah. he was a fucking marine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> like glorifying like what he did. Like you know? I know. Yeah, it's a little weird, but that dude was badass though, R. Lee Ermey. He died recently, man. That's, yeah, a couple that's, years ago. Yeah. Yeah, pneumonia. I think got him, but. But he was actually supposed to be the technical advisor for that film. And then I think Kubrick loved him so much. He's like, all right, no, you're getting the role. Forget it. He's arguably the most famous Marine yeah. out, you know, out there, arguably. Yeah. Because I know he had a television show. It didn't really last that long. But he did a lot, he had a lot of voiceover work. And Maggot was his mm-hmm. catchphrase. You yeah. know? He even played, uh, he played the voice of uh, one of the, uh, the G.I. Joes in uh, uh, Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah, yeah. that's right. And now that the fourth one is coming out, I don't know if he got the chance to record it or not, but the fourth one was actually recorded, even though it's coming out this year, it was recorded, I think, in 2015. Oh, really? Yeah, because I remember seeing something about, because Tom Hanks was filming Sully, which okay. came, which came out, I think, in 15 or 14, Probably, one, or the other, yeah. one or the other. And he was basically talking about how he had to do the voiceover for Woody and play Sully kind of like at the same time. Yeah. And he described it as like a three-hour cardio workout every single day. Oh, he, he fucking hated it. But I can't believe they're making a fourth one. Yeah, and I think, I think... I still haven't gotten to the second or third one. But Get out of here. Yeah, I serious? loved the first one, but yeah, I never got to the other ones. I'm first, behind on my Pixar shit big time. The first one I would give like a nine. The second one I would give like a seven. The third one I'd probably give a ten. Yeah. It was I heard like, the third was great. But the third is it made over a billion dollars. I heard. Yeah. yeah, 
you know, and it's even the first one that came out in 95, like you could still watch it and be like, this is fucking amazing. I, I only saw it for the first <clears throat> time with my grandkids probably about five, six years ago. I don't think I you never really necessarily need to see it like in order. Like you need to kind of understand the character. Like in order to see the third one, you should see yeah. the first one, but don't just jump right into the third one. But I feel like this, the second one was like the, the most unnecessary out of all of yeah. them, maybe just because I didn't like it as much but the third one is essentially like a prison break movie you okay. know and uh ned Beatty plays <laughs> the bad guy who okay. you know ned Beatty from from deliverance deliverance of course yeah, yeah he was in silver streak so which yeah with richard yeah. pryor and yeah. uh gene wilder yep. yeah that was a great movie yeah he was in he does a lot of voiceover work so and he's you know he's still kicking though. Ned Beatty, but, yeah, he's still he's still <clears throat> around wow uh michael keaton pops up he plays uh, mm-hmm. ken the yeah. doll <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's shit like that. But yeah. um, yeah, I don't know if Arlie Army's. I don't know if he, they were able to get his voice in. I don't the know. GI Joe's for the fourth one, but uh, I'm so behind on shit lately. It's just like I said, yeah. There's so much stuff to catch up on. You know, I'm always watching stuff that I just. I don't even give new stuff a try. Sometimes, sometimes it's just easier just to just throw on something familiar that I know. Right, you know that yeah. I've seen a thousand times. Or sometimes I even give. Like there's certain movies that I love now. Mm-hmm. That I hated the first time I saw him, but yeah, I hear I can, so much good things about him. I was like, all right. Sometimes, like, sometimes it ain't the movie that sucks. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes your point of view, or you're in a shitty mood that day. You're just not up for it. Right. Like, like two Coen Brothers movies, Fargo and Big Lebowski. I hated both of them when I first saw them. Mm-hmm. They're two of my favorite movies now. Fargo's a good movie. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And the TV show was amazing. And I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Oh, God. but All three seasons. Good. Especially the first two are yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's a great show. One thing I always hate about comedies is I always try to stick with just the first one in a series, you know, two or three. Because every with every series that they do, whether it's American Pie or whatever, they always repeat the same shit. Well, you can make every the, sequel can, ends up basically trying you can make to make argument with a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah almost every sequel tries to outdo the original with the same kind of jokes and yeah, Stifler's mom again and you know whatever. Right, right. It's always the same shit just done to instead of turning the volume up to nine, we go to eleven this time. Then we go right. even further on the third one, where it's just like it's the same joke just done differently. Right. You know, back to the Back to the Future trilogy was like that. Yes, where it yeah. was like you know he's Caddyshack. Sti- mm, right. Yeah. Um, fuck was the other one um stranger things from okay. you know netflix yeah the f- great series okay if you I haven't seen the first it, yeah. season yeah. first season was great the second season in my opinion was just more of the same only amplified yeah you know where it was like the first season just on steroids and that's how i felt about the uh back to the future trilogy is that yeah all right you know he's uh you know he's you know they're going back in time you know like mom mom is that you well you've been asleep for almost six hours now but you know and they just they repeat the same thing yeah. biff ends up in a pile of shit you know <laughs> and, and at the end you know newer again yeah yeah and if you notice um in the first one i think it was d jones manure the second one i forgot yes. what it was okay oh and, yeah and, and the third one which takes place in 1885 yeah a jones as in they're supposed to go in, in okay. order. And yeah, like, that's a good... Back to the Future is definitely a good example where they basically just copied off of each yeah, one it just, before it's, it. It's a clone just, of a clone. Yeah. yeah and it, it was just like, yep. you know, let's make it a little louder. You're yeah. exactly right. I enjoyed the third one because... Uh, I still I'm, haven't seen the third. Get out of here. 
I never bothered. After the sec- I liked the second one. The second was fun in a goofy kind of way. It was not as good as the first, but the, first, well, the third, I just had no interest. So I never got to I it. I wouldn't dismiss it because I actually liked it better than the second one. Yeah? Yeah. The I mean, the first one was the first one. You know, that was the biggest movie of 1985. Actually, I think it was. It was the highest was. of 85, yeah. okay? Yeah. The second one comes out in 89, okay? And that one suffered, and, and Bob Zemeckis admitted that it wasn't his finest work because he was filming the third one at the same time okay. where he was basically flying back and forth in the country like yeah. you know doing PR for here but filming over here and going back and forth or whatever like that the third one essentially is a western mm, and yeah. they don't that's why I didn't yeah they don't incorporate a, a lot of special effects and it, they use a lot of antiquated you know you know old old timey sets yeah you know, and stuff like that I but guess that's why it didn't appeal to me well it's got a um, which is weird because it's got, one of my favorite movies ever is the good the bad the ugly Oh, you did, you posted that recently that yeah. you watched that, right? Yeah. That movie I never got a chance to say. Oh, I fucking love it. I got it's it. my, my favorite movie theme ever, and it's one of my favorite movies ever. Diddly. But it was one of those... It was another one of those movies where I didn't really care for it the first time, and I gave it another shot, Yeah. and then I loved the hell out of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I could just watch it anytime now and just... Whatever, but... Yeah, we all have those movies. But then there's time. some movies, like... I just recently watched It for the second time. Uh, the remake, not the okay. not the TV the one, that one just came out like a year or two ago. I loved it the first time, and then I watched it again, and I was like, "They fucked up." I didn't you like. You it. didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I just it wasn't for you then. Yeah, it's just like it's weird. I never had that reaction the other way around. Hey. I've seen a ton of movies I hated the first time and watched them twice and then loved them, but I'm, it's rare I've ever watched something I loved the first time and then didn't like as much the second time. All right, I think we can. I think we could wrap it up here. So okay. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. This is uh, very enjoyable for the most part. Oh yeah. I'd like to have you back on. I love talking movies. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, (laughs) yeah. It's one of my passions. One of my few. Yeah, maybe after the uh, the Oscars come out, you know, we can uh, we can shit talk them because the Oscars have. I guess sucked. I don't even know who's nominated this year aside from Black Panther. I don't give a fuck. And first first uh, superhero movie to be nominated ever. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the best one ever, but no, it's not. But you know what? Because you have to be PC, and you have to. Everybody's got to be included now. I would not be surprised if that won, because yeah, it, it, yeah it depicts the African American community as superheroes and not as like you know low level. Yeah, what, you it know what was I mean? much more of a cultural or cultural event. Than any other Marvel movie, it's, I gotta give it that at least. It's like, all right, that one definitely like really. It looked like it was like a black, a black for avatar. Different reasons. Black Avatar is what. Yeah, it pretty me much. Of, you know what I mean? Like it. It seemed like it was that kind of dimension. Yeah. Well, well done. Don't get me wrong. Well done, but just, yeah. it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. But if it wins, great. I could honestly, I can't even name any other it movies that were nominated. I just, I, I just, I opted out. Because I don't go to the movies anymore. Because there's yeah. nothing worth watching, and I don't want to spend fifteen dollars a ticket. I never go to movies. Yeah, yeah. so I'll wait the eleven weeks for it to come out. Kicking the back of my seat for two hours <laughs> and munching on their popcorn. I want to shoot somebody, and their cell phone light is blinding the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think the last movie I saw in a theater was Force Awakens. That was twenty fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I made mm. a shit. I made a shit ton of uh, money. Yeah. So. But. Aside from that, yeah, I, really, I think before that was Jackass 3. 
I used to go to the movies great. all the time. It sucks. Well, yeah, I used well, to love it, going, but now well, you I didn't don't have, enjoy well, it. Well, you didn't have the luxury of streaming. You didn't have the luxury of watching shit on your phone. Like, if you wanted to see a movie, you had to go to the movies. And then you remember, even you know, even when DVDs started to be mainstream, you had to wait like six to eight months from theatrical release to VHS release. Oh, dude, when I was yeah. a kid, yeah, you'd be waiting a year. Yeah, and it was least. like you just couldn't wait. And the day it came out, you would you would bum rush to the store. You would have to beg your dad, like, let's let's go. I want to yeah. I want to get this shit. Now it's the turnaround time is just remarkable. It's like two, three months, yeah. pops. Not, and then you, yeah, not, yeah, not, you not only that, DVD, but then there's, there's always the option on... to pirate it. Like, you know, people are going to get it illegally. And that's going to spread like wildfire. I don't do that. I don't know. Well, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying that <laughs> option's available. So, yeah, it's they, they took away the cinematic aspect of it and gave it more of an experience. Like, you're not yeah. going there to see a movie you're going there to be served your popcorn at your table you're going yeah. there to, you know what i mean it's it's they're trying to get a little yeah the, when i saw force awakens yeah it's like the waitress comes up and takes your order yeah the, the seats are like, a little gushier yeah you yeah. got more room to stretch out yeah, yeah. yeah but i still don't think it's going to save the theater industry i don't think it's ever i don't think it's going to truly die there's always going to be no, a need to go there's always going to be a nostalgia. Yeah, but i just don't think you know like fax machines like yeah there's just not going to be that priority need to have them yeah but they'll, true. But they'll never but they'll still be here yeah there. but they'll never fully go away like an arcade I mean? game yeah yeah like, there's always going to be there's always going to be a um there's always going to be a market for vintage whatever yeah or old school, nostalgia whatever. is a big thing with culture a lot of times and well, just, you, you just in walmart i see a ton of those video game like arcade game machines that you can like yeah. they sell them yeah you can set them up and it's got all like old 80s arcade games like galaga and uh I forget which ones, but I don't know shit. Yeah, and it's actually built like an old arcade game. The whole oh yeah, yeah, just so. with more modern conveniences built into it. Or yeah, yeah, I figured yeah. as much. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. So all right, dude, let's end it there. So thanks yeah. for coming on, and uh, no, I'd like it, to have you on again. Been and fun. We'll talk again soon. Cool. All right, peace. They're probably watching me. I'll let them. Let them see what kind of a person I am. I'm not even gonna swat that fly. I hope they are watching. They'll see. They'll see and they'll know. And they'll say, why, she wouldn't even harm a fly.